Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mitchell Tinley. This is Michael Rolfs. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael Show. We have a TikTok of the radio industry. You have no idea why anyone would like us, but when you're stuck at home with nothing else... You'll give us a go. And the kids, the kids get it. You know, they... The kids do love us and the drunk mums. <laughs> hey, coming up in 10 minutes, everyone's been working at home for about a month now, you know. Everybody, everybody's had to split up and that means that you've got your work meetings over Zoom or Skype or we have WebEx. <laughs> <laughs> Which we think is the premier product. <laughs> now... There's been some blunders, you know, people can't figure out how to get on or or yep. maybe something walks behind them in the background that you probably don't want your colleagues to see. Yep. Well, one guy has gotten busted while on the old group meeting, uh, but he's been saved by a legend of a colleague. Uh-huh. More on that in 10 minutes' time. But even though we are in isolation, like you said, nearly a month that I've been away from the show... But we will not let this segment die. Longest running segment in the history of our show. In a time that we live in, we need it more than ever. We're going to dive into the local paper, read the comic book strip. Depending on whether it's good or not, we'll determine how good the weekend will be. Friday Funnies, next. 96.1. It's 6.06. Later this morning after 7 o'clock, I need to make a formal apology to the Limestone Coast. You do. I have been saying some very incorrect, misleading, fake news level things Mate. on air for days. Mate, welcome to my world. Uh, I normally just press on, but the fact that you're going to offer an apology shows just how big uh, it is. My Russ, uh, we will keep the public happy and dive into the local paper, read the comic book strip. Depending on whether it's good or not, we'll determine how good the weekend will be. Uh, this comic book strip, I can only imagine, is going to be amazing and help us through this self-isolating time. We are on Skype right now. Yes. We are supposed to be on WebEx, I believe. Our company has bought shares in that. No. Uh, no. <laughs> but uh, Michael Ross is in the studio. I'm at home. Uh, but the paper gets delivered to the studio, but I read the comics. Could Michael just read them? Yes. That would be but the that easy would, option, but instead... But that wouldn't be fun. Uh, so you're holding it up to the camera, and I'm going to read it. So please be patient Delightful. D- during this uh, trying time. Uh, we're going to dive into Clancy. Uh, he's the regional farmer, likes to really side with the old regional farmer. And remember, whether this is good or not will determine how good your weekend will be. Now, it looks to see that Clancy's on a tractor... And uh, one of his workers on the farm, so he's obviously still doing well, is chatting to him while he's on the tractor. The guy says, how do farmers know if they're doing things right? It's a good question. Next panel. <laughs> if, if we're in a state of constant fear and anxiety, this is the answer, then we're doing it right. Thoughts? I mean... <laughs> I mean, it technically has to get one of those. It's a bit dark. How do farmers know if they're doing things right? If we're in a set of... Con- then we're doing the black comedy. Okay, yep, 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 yep. I'm sorry, it's because I'm not a farmer. There's someone, in, there's someone on their tractor right now going, too bloody right, Clancy. Is it, is it like one of those things where it's like, I own my own business, and like if I get more than two hours sleep a night, I'm doing a good job. Like, is it like that? Yes, yes. Okay, cool. All right. All right awesome. Moving on. 
Uh, remember, whether these comments are uh, comics are good or not will determine how good our weekend will be. Uh, Gen Y, Gen Y never lets us down. Likes to make fun of the millennials. Uh, is in an office talking to a work colleague. Gen Y's colleague says, "The boss does bird impressions." Next panel, and then Gen Y says, "What sort?" And then she says. He watches everyone like a hawk. <laughs> hey! Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Very dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> but do the job. You know, it's it? going to be a fine weekend. You know, it will be. It'll be okay. We'll do the job. In 96.1. 96.1, it's 6.20. Weeders with Teenage Dirtbag coming up after 8 o'clock this morning. Mitchell Tentley. Community Watchdog will be on the hunt once again. If you're not social distancing, he's going to get you. Stick around after 8 o'clock. Mitch, you're at home. You're wearing your little hoodie. Anything could be happening outside this little screen that I can see of you. The amount of shots you throw at me for wearing this hoodie every day for the past month is (laughs) fair and valid. (laughs) People get very relaxed. In uh, social distancing, self-isolation, you know, doing the right thing, staying away from the office, they get very relaxed and they probably forget there are certain things they need to keep a lid on Mm. because work gets a look into their private life. Yes, I've already told you about the time I had a, a work meeting with zero pants on. Well, there's a man who has had a huge blunder. Okay. He's working remotely, and their system's one where they log in, say, on a, on a work laptop or a computer at home, and then they can access, uh, like, a virtual desktop that is connected back at work. Yep. And so if you went over to their computer at work and, like, turned on the screen, you could probably see their mouse moving around and doing yep. everything. As if they were doing, like, a presentation. Exactly. And uh, he gets an email. His name is Callum, and he got an email after after using remote access for a few days. And the email reads, uh, "Morning, Callum. Hope you're feeling better." So obviously he's isolating because maybe he had a bit of a cold, and they were yep. worried it was coronavirus. Hope you're feeling better. Uh, we can see that you're you're logged in via remote access. So they're like, "Great job, mate. We can yep. see that you're working. Uh, your screen here is visible." And we can all see you watching porn in between inquiries. Ah. <laughs> and so, not, but you're going, oh, no, that, no, they've caught me. But no, no, this guy is not saying, I've caught you. He goes, mate, if you go up to the top, there's a little option there that you can select black screen. He's like, and then no, no one here will be able to see what you're doing. Do whatever you like. And now, you can continue to keep it private. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> Now, I have a quick question. I sometimes like watching uh, people play video games on YouTube. Oh, right, right, yes. On my laptop. Okay. I also like to, how do we say, uh, play the video game that perhaps they're also playing at the same time. Okay. Uh, are there people that just watch the YouTube guy playing the video game and that's it? Or do yes. they normally play along with them? Oh, okay. So, like, <laughs> maybe, maybe he's just viewing for entertainment. Is that a thing? 
Is that what you get? Is that what you're getting at? So he's not doing anything. He is not doing anything inappropriate. Yeah. Would it be less weird if he wasn't also playing along? Like, it, I think it, uh, and actually, would that be more weird if you were just like, no, I just think like the, the story of this one where the pizza guy came over, I was like, I, just, I miss <laughs> human interactions. It's Mitchell and Wago here, 96.1. Here, 96.1. 6.44. Post Malone is Mitchell and Michael. After 7 o'clock this morning, I need to apologise to the Limestone Coast. I have been spreading just terrible, terrible fake news, misinformation left, right and centre, and I do need to make an official apology, but that'll be so. I'm not going to do it just yet. No. Uh, Michael Ross, uh, tomorrow is, of course, Anzac Day. Yes. Uh, and... April 25th, the day we remember all our veterans... Yes, and uh, we can't, this is where like coronavirus and self-isolating and social distancing really hits us because we can't get out there for the old dawn service. Uh, I do believe our station is uh, doing its own sort of little service and whatnot. Yeah, you'll be able to listen from about 5.30 to the sort of national broadcast of the service. I believe we're even doing like uh, going out and standing out of your the front of your driveway. Yes, so keeping social distancing, but still showing uh, your appreciation. Now, I am a man that is very disappointed that I can't go. Okay, because every year since I remember, my father would wake me up and say, "Look, mate, the least you can do is rock up and just." Show your sport. Just stand there. All you got to do is you could be half asleep. You stand there for half an hour, then that's all you need to do. Oh, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> hey? It's morning. It's morning. It is morning. <laughs> it is morning. <laughs> okay. It's a, this is what it's about. It's about we can kids. talk about this later. Uh, do you know much about... Sorry, it's my girlfriend's child just uh, woke up. Uh, do you know much about Anzac Day? It's morning. It is in the morning. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. It is in it the morning. It happens at dawn. Uh, yes. No, of course, uh, working at home, Michael Ross, uh, while you're in the studio, uh, these these things happen. You know, kids kids wake up and look, it's very, it's very relatable we, to what can, you've got how, to do. How would we tell someone of her age about the Anzacs? Okay. Uh, do you like Peppa Pig? She's tired. She's um, <laughs> it would be like if, uh, hmm, hmm, how would you explain it, Michael? I'm trying to think. How would how would you explain it? So it's like, so you know, sometimes when you fight with your friends, you know, yeah, uh, you yeah. don't like you, you like, and you you don't want to fight. When you look back on that fight, you're like, oh, it was a it was a terrible thing that fight. But I had to stand up. I had to stand up for what was right. And then you remember, so you remember that moment. You remember, you remember that. Yeah, it was a terrible thing to do the fighting, but it was for it was for a good cause. And she's falling back asleep. Ninety six point one. Ninety six point one. Six fifty four. My heart. Dua Lipa, break my heart. We're going to use sport and weather on the way, but yeah, it's six fifty four. This is normally the time. Mitch, that you'd get up as a kid 
and I'm not sure if I'm not sure if you got to experience this. And maybe the Limestone Coast didn't either, so I want to share it with you. You get up a little bit earlier than normal, and you're waiting for your kids' cartoons in the morning. Yep. And how do you pass the time? Well, you enjoy a little bit of this spagger. Oh, does this bring back any memories? It does. This is... Is that aerobics Oz style? Is it? It is. And guess what? Aerobic no, no. O- aerobics Oz style is back. What do you, you mean? Can, you can enjoy it in isolation. Channel 10 have gone, hey, you're all stuck at home and you need a way to exercise. Oh. Beautiful North Coast. They're playing a full episode. <laughs> no, it's not a full episode. They're always at a beautiful location. They're always doing it. They've got their little round mats. Maybe they've got a step there with them. And you'd tune in a little bit too early and you'd be mesmerized. Oh, <laughs> yeah, trust me. Definitely was. But it's back. They've, they've realized that this is what people need. Why did aerobics, though, like. It hung on for, I thought it was very 80s, but Aerobics Ozstyle ran into the early 2000s. Then it sort of disappeared. Is it, is, is it any good? Like, do people still do aerobics? Nah, I think people found, like, better things to do. That's I what I thought. Like, any any aerobics instructors out there, but you know what? I don't think there are any. There you go. 13, 12, 16. Are you an aerobics instructor? Like, it's got to be your sole... Your sole job. Only an I don't see like instructor. I do it on the side. It's going to be your sole job, aerobics instructor. I also feel that water aer- aerobics doesn't count. No, because it's water aerobics. Okay? Yes. Anything with water in front of it is fun. Polo, lame. Water, water polo. polo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you are an aerobics instructor, like aerobics I, style. I don't want to hear anything else. Like, I don't want to hear like, oh, I do Pilates or I do like CrossFit. No, no. Full aerobics, just this little step. And the little leotard thing and, and the kicks and stuff. 30, 12, 16. We'll send us a message. It's Mitchell and Michael. You're 96.1. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. In 96.1, Morgan Evans with Day Drunk. Today's Quarantune. After 8 o'clock this morning, we've got a brand new video that will be premiering on our Hit 96.1 Limestone Coast Facebook page. So oh. you want to keep your eyes on that. <laughs> the greatest thing you've ever done. Oh, thank I you. If I, if I can say so myself. Also most disturbing, and everyone remembers the car wash video. Uh, good times. Good times indeed. Keep your eyes on Hit 96.1. It might have been the greatest thing I've ever done, but I'll tell you what wasn't. Uh, this week I have done some, maybe some of the worst thing I possibly could have done on air, oh, yeah. and that is I spread misinformation, fake news if you will, just getting it all wrong, about one of the most important days on the Australian calendar. And I actually need to issue an apology right now. I do want to apologise this morning to Limestone Coast for misleading you during the week. If you had been listening to my weather segment, you would have heard it about five minutes ago. Um, I've been... Reporting that Monday will be the Anzac Day public holiday and many of you probably got your hopes up that you didn't have to go to work that day, but I regret to inform you that that is not true and that the only states getting the public holiday are Western Australia and the ACT. 
So I do apologise for the misinformation. But if I can just say for a second, why? Why don't why don't we all get the public holiday on the Monday? Why is it only WA and the ACT? Um, yeah, I think it's un-Australian to not have a holiday. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. Just quickly, let me just jump on your side. I'd love to throw you under the bus here, make the public hate you. But there's a public holiday for the Queen's birthday, and it's not even on the day that's her birthday. Okay? If we could do that, <laughs> we can have a holiday for Anzac Day. This is a ho- there's a holiday for, for Adelaide Cup Day, for Melbourne Cup Day, for Grand Final Day. The reason why it's a holiday is I'm sick of people using it as an excuse to not go to the dawn service, Michael Ross, which I'll be bringing up a little bit later on that I think is just un-Australian if you don't go. But that's another apology for another segment coming up in an hour. I've addressed this every single year. Nope, we're bringing it up again in an hour. But I do apologise, Monday will not be a public holiday. If it falls on Sunday, which it will next year, then Monday will be. Doesn't make any sense. What's going on, government? Get it together! 6.1, double shot there, Average Styles and Liberty X. It's 7.44. is the number you can use to call us anytime before 9 o'clock. And I do feel like there are people out there, Mitch, who know exactly what I'm talking about when you have double-edged problems. Okay. Yeah. Where So, from the saying of like a double-edged sword, where you go, sword, great, that's helpful for me, but if it's double-edged, then I can get hurt too. So things you really love in your life, things you want to do, and they they backfire. They hurt you at the same time. Just quickly. Yeah. Aren't all swords double-edged? No. Like, not all are. Isn't if it's not most, double-edged. Most isn't are. It, isn't it a knife? <laughs> most, most are double-edged. I do wonder if the saying should be double-ended. So instead of a handle, you have to hold a sword. Yeah. So that would be very bad. So imagine that. Imagine like something you really want, something you really love, but it damages you. And that's where yeah. I'm at at the moment. My wedding ring, okay, I want to wear, I want to wear a r- wedding ring. I don't want to be one of those, like, I, I like this. I like having it. Yeah, because it lets all the ladies know. Yeah, it says, oh, you better back off. My wife. Uh, she- and that took up a lot of your time uh, before you got married, just swatting away women. <laughs> now, my wedding ring. Uh, I think it's also a really cool design. Like I wa- like the way it looks, but it's hurting me. It's I've gotten like a rash from the ring, and I had okay. to I had to take it off when we were on our holidays for two weeks. Got a bit of ring rash, eh? <laughs> That's apparently what it's called, ring rash. So I, I I took it off, and my wife was like, "Why aren't you wearing your ring? Like, what's what's wrong? Like." Your partner is very paranoid. She probably <laughs> thought you were like, oh, well, I'm done. But it's like, it's physically left like a mark and it was like all red and like scaly. So I either have potentially an allergy to the metals in the ring or apparently you can build up like bacteria under the ring. Look, I know you pretty well. I'm going to guess here. Uh, I'm going to say you skimped on the quality of your ring for affordability, and it's coming back to get you. No, it does. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can develop like it can happen at any point with any quality of, yeah. of ring. It's because know. if you have, you, don't hear, you never hear rappers going like, "I got so much jewelry, but I got a rash." Like it doesn't happen. <laughs> they probably polish it a lot more than I do. Apparently, that's where you, you just need to like 
keep like well, keep it uh, why don't clean you and polished. Just polish your ring a bit more. <laughs> now, it's so it's a problem. It's like I want to wear it, but it's hurting, man. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Is there something in your life that you really want but you can't have? So, like my mate loves iced coffee, much like oh, I do. Oh, yep. But lactose intolerant. Yeah, pretty much. It's specifically iced coffee as well that he has a problem with. There's something in the the flavouring and the additive to it mm. that it just destroys him, but he loves it. My um, my girlfriend does that with uh, bacon. Bacon. Shouldn't yeah, have it. Should not have it. Loves it. Uh, we have a friend uh, that how many times they've eaten cheese. Like they love cheese, yeah. but they know it'll go straight through them. And sometimes a lot of lactose intolerant people are like this, where they just kind of go like, the joy of right now is worth the pain of later. <laughs> so 32 of 16, what do you love? What can't you live without, but you really, you really shouldn't have it? Here 96.1. Give us a call or send us a message to the Facebook page, Here 96.1 Limestone Coast. It's Mitchell and Michael. 96.1, it's 7.59, so we've got to race off to New Sport and Weather. But before we head there... You oh. have a, I don't know if it's a question or you just want to embarrass me. What are you doing? Uh, Michael Ross, uh, tomorrow, Anzac Day. And I think, look, in Western Australia, I think even Northern Territory, uh, it's uh, normally a public holiday. Uh, and some people use the public holiday to sleep in. But I think that's shameful. If you can, you need to get to the dawn service. Obviously, you can't this year, so many people are devastated. Uh, maybe you can send out in front of your driveway or there's a lot. Listen to Hit 96.1. I think we've got a national service as well. Uh, that's your way to do it. And I've been saying for many years, we've been a show for five of those years, yeah. I bring up annually that you are the most un-Australian person in the world as you have never been to a dawn service, nor want to. Look, I'm not sure if I don't if I don't want to. No, no, no. Like, Hold up. Let me just. What do you I mean? Gotta fill, I got to fill some more information into some more people. You're Italian. Yes. You know. Just saying. <laughs> well, World War Two. I do Mussolini. wonder. Yeah, honestly, I do wonder if the reason my family doesn't go is because the only people that I think have served in an actual war in my family served for the other side, served on the Which Axis. is weird, because you enjoy the fruits of our country, and yet <laughs> you do not support it. Mate, if, if you don't like it, you know, go hey. back to where you came for the, from. <laughs> for the past three years, uh, we've been on air during during dawn services, and it finally rolls up onto a day when we can get there. It's gonna, it would have been on a Saturday, and it's been called off, so I can't would, go. Would you have gone? Probably, would you have gone? probably would not. You have... I'd feel like I'm exactly. not welcome. I probably, I'd feel like I'm not welcome. It'd be like rocking up okay. to the. Okay, no, no, no. I just want to explain something to you because you're. I kind of led you down this path. You're claiming that because of your like Italian blood, because you were on the other side in World War Two, you feel like you might not be wanted, mate. We do the dawn service in Gallipoli, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> where the place where we it did not go well. Australians go to, yeah, did. Att- attend, <laughs> attend one. You know what? I'm going to call you tomorrow, round about dawn. Yeah. In fact, I know where you live. I'm going to stand out the front of your <laughs> You're house stand in my driveway with a trumpet, playing. Look, I think the dawn service is beautiful. I just happen to have never gone. 
I don't think That's... I don't think you need to go. It's un-Australian, mate. <laughs> Not as send all send all your hate mail to uh, thirteen Crouch Street. Those poor Michael people. Those po- I don't live there. It's eight sixteen, and after eight thirty this morning, we'll be premiering a new video at Hit ninety six point one Limestone Coast on Facebook. So you want to keep your eyes on that this morning. It's a cracker. If you're a Madonna fan, uh, you're gonna love it. <laughs> Mitch, it's uh, it's tough at the moment. A lot of people are going onto JobKeeper or JobSeeker, but it's still great to see that local businesses in Limestone Coast are hiring new employees. And I saw some in action uh, the other night. I went and got a pizza. Ooh! Uh, treated myself to a little pizza, and I went. Oh, I did pick up what? because I'm, what I'm cheap. Uh, it was a Wednesday. Um, okay, not cheap Tuesday. No, no. Would have been, let me guess, vouchers. Perhaps. Maybe perhaps from the letterbox, it was Domino's. Look, I'm not going to say, <laughs> I'm not going to say which delicious pizza business that it was, but I, so I, I've gone in for pickup, okay? Um, I know that we probably should be, you probably should get delivery to keep social distancing, Mm-hmm. But like you mentioned, I'm cheap and I don't want to pay the delivery charge. So I went pick up. Okay. So I got to see this person in action on their first day on the job. Yeah. And uh, so I've I've arrived at the time that the that they said to come, but it still wasn't it wasn't quite ready. And you said, "Do you know who I am? I cannot believe you made me wait." And you stormed out. No, I said, "I said it's absolutely fine." Because they were like, "Oh, sorry, we've we've just got like someone on their first day. We're just like showing them properly how to do it." And it's like, "Yeah, no worries. We've all had a first day. We've all been there." I'm like, "I don't mind." You'd be like, "That's fine. I have a co-host. He's been working for five years, but it's like it's his first day every day." But I, I was only like made aware of this fact. Uh, when I I was standing near the counter and I just kind of zoned out while I was waiting, and I didn't really realise that I was just staring at the new person <laughs> as they were trying to like cut up and box the pizza, and then their supervisor kind of looked at me and was like, "Oh, sorry, like it's his first like they thought oh, I, I was you were judging them. yeah that I was just burning holes into them going why are you going so slow." What's what's happening? I want my pizza. But I wasn't doing that. I just so doubt. But I could see that I made the situation for the new guy so stressful. He was oh. like, oh, i got to quickly cut up the pizza. Oh, I, know. I know how ruthless Michael can be. <laughs> and I just want to know other people's first day on the job. Did you have a worse first day than that? He was under the pump. He was cutting up the pizza. The pressure was on. And he... And I created that situation for him. It was a terrible first day. I apologise, mate. Didn't mean to make you feel that way. But 13 to 16, or send us a message. What was your first day on the job like? How bad was it? Was it worse than that? Were you really under the pump? What happened on your first day on the job? 13 to 16, or send us a message. It's Mitchell Michael, 849. Mitchell and Michael, and he's out there. He's on the streets. He's prowling. He's looking for people breaking the rules. It's Mitchell Tinley, community watchdog. Mitch, oh. where have you chosen today? Where is your hunting ground? Look, I'm just going to say it's in an area where the most amount of people would congregate. Look, it's not a law, I don't think, as of yet. It is just advice. But if you are more than one person gathering around more than two people, you're not in the same family, look, you will get heavy peer pressure from Mitchell Tinley. Get him. About Get him whether him. or not. 
you should be together. I'm just pulling over. Okay, some guy just drove past me very angrily. I'm sorry, I was driving the speed limit. Um, yeah, sorry, just pulled over. Very angry car. Classic Commodore driver. Not very patient on the road. Uh, now, Michael Ross, look, I've got some binoculars. Yep. I'm having a little look. Um, car is stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Oh, by the way, uh, the toll delivery driver just dropped off a parcel at the station. If you yeah, want I did to see that it. on our little screen. Yeah, yeah, just go pick that up whenever you're ready. Um, and look, I'm having a little look around, and it looks to be, once again, a lot of just single people. Just like single persons walking around. Uh, I don't see too many groups uh, walking around, so that's 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 good. Once again, Mount Gambier doing doing well, not breaking the social distancing rules. Good, good. Is there anyone you can get after this morning? Is anyone doing the wrong thing? They are. They really no. They like every. There is a. Don't get me wrong. There is a lot of people out. Yeah. But they've all got at least four meters around them. Like I would love to catch someone doing the wrong thing. But, but is there just... is there reason for travel essential? That's another thing you have to factor in, mate. I have absolutely no idea. There's a guy on a razor scooter Get that him. looks to be about fourteen. I don't think like he's not even at the essential thing he should be at, which is school. <laughs> well, I think that's next week. So he's just he's just having a day off. He's just scooting around for no reason. Get him. Get him. Tell you know him. What I, you know what I think it is? We told everyone. We told everyone I was coming out. Yeah, they're today. all. So I reckon, next, I reckon next week I just do a little surprise attack. Surprise location, surprise time, and uh, I give them – I just pop up, see if everyone's following social distancing rules. They're too good. You, you are all following the rules. Well done, Mount Gambia. Well done, Limestone Coast, but we know that there's someone out there doing the wrong thing. We'll check on it next week.